Hello and welcome to Pokesports, a competitive Pokemon podcast. I'm Mike and I play with one Pokemon on the field. I'm Kevin and I'm sorry to admit that I am a Dozo Bozo. Why are you a Dozo Bozo, Kevin? Because I'm bringing Dozo to the liege, baby. <laughs> what? What? Why? Why? How could you? How could you betray all of us like that and become the thing that you hate? Listen, it's either I play Dozo or I play Psy Spam. So either way, I'm a bad person. There's <laughs> no. no there's no good here. It's just what flavor of bad do I feel like being this month? And I haven't been Dozo bad yet. So mm. taking a page out of the Nino Poke Bros book. I'm trying out the big fish and the little fish. Yeah, Kevin is on a never-ending quest to hit day two with toxic uh, <laughs> pieces of Pokemon. Listen, I haven't hit day two yet, which is a personal goal of mine at this point. Sure. I, you, you know me. I, we went to like, what, five regionals last year and NAIC. I've 6-3 bubbled every single one. It's to the point where it's almost a meme that it's like, okay, I will be 6-2 in mm-hmm. the last round and then lose. Like, yeah. that is what happens every time. She's like, okay, let's go home. <laughs> that has, I will say that has happened to me. Uh... I want to say twice now where I've, I've hit six, mm-hmm. uh, six, two, and then ended up six, three and been very sad about that where I could have day two, uh, a seven, two that, I mean, that happens to more people than it doesn't happen to. So I guess there's yeah. a little bit of solace that you can take in that. So yeah, the thought process is, Hey, let me try to win now and let me go with everything I got. Mm-hmm. And the, at the end of the day, that's the whole point of this is, is to win. And you shouldn't sure. feel bad about using Pokemon that are legal in the format. The other thing is that I'm also going Yellowfish Dondozo. I don't know if I'm going to stick around with that for Toronto Regionals. Okay. I'm kind of swapping between Yellowfish and Orangefish. Uh, for those of you that need a reminder, Yellowfish is speed boost on your order up. And Orangefish is attack boost on your order up. I find it that with speed boost, because there are just so many fast Pokemon in the meta... With the speed boost, all you really need to do is one order up, and then suddenly you outspeed all of them. Mm. And then you can just kind of maintain that with more order ups if you really have to. To even outspeed things in Tailwind is crazy, too, with Dondozo. You can really get high up there in speed. Do you see that people are still trying to build around Don, or like trying to build against Dondozo? I'm not seeing a lot of haze. Really? Um, I could... I, I might be shooting myself in the foot by saying this on a public podcast with <laughs> thousands of viewers uh, two weeks before a regional, but I'm not seeing a lot of haze. I'm not seeing a lot of clear smog. Amoongus took a hard step back. Yes. You remember that? You got Ogre Pond now. You got Rillaboom now. Amoongus, like, where'd you go, buddy? <laughs> where did Amoongus go? That's true. <laughs> where'd you go? It's gone. So that's a lot of, that's to me, that sounds like a lot of Don Dozo answers removed from the game. Whoa, I'm just as you say that I went over to Picolytics. I'm I'm looking at the uh, usage stats for Teal Mask Showdown Preview and Amoongus is sitting down in like 16th place, 16th monthly ranked. Keep in mind, this Pokemon was top five in regulation yeah. D. This Pokemon like, was top five for the past like eight months. Well, think about all the grass types we got. We got Sinistra. Great Pokemon. We got Hearthflame Ogre Pond, uh, Wellspring Ogre Pond, Rillaboom got Grassy Glide now. Your options are just like Heat Ran is a great grass type. You know, <laughs> we don't really need Amoongus right now. That's true. Amoongus's job is fulfilled. And the, right now we just got other grass types to worry about. And this is my biannual time to go and mention. The Amoongus factor. Brother, it's like uh, bi-monthly, not bi-annual. <laughs> I mean, okay, listen. This is at least <laughs> quarterly. This is my quarterly <laughs> announcement of the Amoongus factor. Uh, for those of you who've been listening for a while, you're now groaning in your seats being like, oh, he's going to talk about the Amoongus factor again. He made this thing up and it's nothing. It's not nothing. <laughs> the Amoongus factor is how much Amoongus is present in the meta when the meta is weird, the meta has been weird up until Ogre Pond showed up. And now Ogre Pond's here and Amoongus is gone. Because the, the, the meta has kind of found itself. 
And now we're not seeing like 70% flutter main usage either. We're not seeing like a, a rivaling 70% iron hands usage. We're seeing flutter main sitting at 41% iron hands sitting at 30%. That's the top two. Yeah. Like we have a very diverse meta right now. Like you can, you can go with so much more than you could in, in series one, series two, regulation C, D, E, F. No, you actually have so many options now. Yeah, it's incredible. Mm -hmm. But yeah, back, like I was saying about that team, that team is actually doing really well for me. I'm currently undefeated in the Liege, which I mean, I've only had one battle, but yes, <laughs> undefeated in the Liege, but also on Patreon, we do have like competitive days where we play extra videos alongside, hit that jazz music. Oh, uh, no, I got you. Hold on. So on patreon.com slash Pokesports, we have... Pokesports. <laughs> I can't do that without laughing. Yeah, we have see? a tier for $14.99 a month where you can have more competitive battle content. Competitive battle content. For just a few extra dollars. Four dollars. times a week where I played Don Dozo and I went nine and one on ladder. And Tatsugiri. <laughs> That's it. That's all I got to say. Check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash Pokesports. All right. Yeah, I did really well on Patreon as well. So I, I'm listening. This team is I'm feeling it. Good. Really feeling it. Good. I am still trying to find my ideal team for Toronto Regionals, but I have I have a pretty decent idea. And I am going to be one of the people who who brings in an ogre pond for for regionals. Because I, I feel like you've got two pond. kinds of people, right? The kinds of people <laughs> who bring in the ogre pond and then the kinds of people who don't. Just do it. It's good. Like, it's yeah. so dumb. <laughs> they invented a Pokemon that is somehow Zacian, but not. <laughs> Zacian, right. but... I, I, I hazard to say better typing because Zacian is Steel Fairy. That's a very good typing. Yeah. But Zacian with better offensive... I don't even want to say offensive. Mm. I don't know. A fast, it's not faster either. You know? A, ma a babyzation. A baby ladyzation. Ogre Pond. <laughs> um, well, actually, looking at the top four from Sacramento, dipping a little bit further into what we're, what we're going to be talking about today on the podcast, uh, not seeing a ton of Ogre Pond, actually, which is very, very surprising. Are we I mean, Ogre Pond the wasn't the top. What's that? Are we talking about the whole tournament? or The whole oh, top tournament. four of the event. Okay. I'm just looking at day two. Like, oh, yeah. Hearthflame Ogre Pond was, was fourth in usage at 41.7%, and then uh, Wellspring was 25%. Oh, fair enough. It's interesting. It's another hey. situation. Oh, sorry. We're probably not supposed to be talking about this right now, but it's another situation where Wellspring is kind of seeing more play than... Hearth flame. Sure. No, well, you know what? Let's get into it. Let me just uh, tee up what we're talking about today. So today on Pogi Sports, we are going to be talking about the Sacramento Regional that happened over the weekend. Uh, we've got an update for Statsugiri, which uh, if people don't know, that is the uh, successor to Babiri.net. Um, those who have been listening to the podcast for a while know that we are Big, big, big advocates for the work of uh, Calvin Kuhn, who put together Babiri.net, um, who then went on to produce Statsugiri. So anyway. A lot better name now. Gotta yeah. love that name. It's, it's, it's not great. just because I'm a bozo now, but Statsugiri is pretty good. Yeah, you got Picolytics and Statsugiri. It's perfect. Uh, and then we've got some Terror Raid battle event news. Uh, all today on Pokesports. Anyway, let's get into the first thing. We've got Sacramento Regionals. This past weekend, October 14th and 15th, 2023. Hot off the presses. Hot off the presses. Uh, there was a regional in Sacramento, California. This was a West Coast event, so we did not go. It's on the other side. Yeah. There were 409 <laughs> Masters players. Yeah! 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 Yeah, and it looked like a great time. I, I got to watch the uh, stream for this one. It was it was a lot of fun. I love and again, I, I mentioned this in the last after the last stream, too. But like 
the amount of production quality that's going into these competitive streams is beautiful. It's it's top notch. Well, I mean, we know that they changed pricing this year. Yes. They could have also changed the budget for actual streams. Who knows? Probably. Like if, if they changed the budget for pricing, I'm sure they changed other budgets behind the scenes that we don't know about. I'm sure there's a lot of internal stuff. Yeah, that's that's now getting a lot more money uh, thrown at it, mm. which is good. Like that's that's a that's a step toward, um, you know, Pokemon having the buy in for the esports uh, section of their business that they've kind of been just letting grow on its own. Uh, now they're seeing like more attention being put on it. They're seeing more creators making stuff about it. Uh, they're seeing you know, some creators getting to, to crazy heights with, you know, within this, within just this platform. So like they're, they're more willing to, to get into it. Anyway, mm-hmm. let's talk about Sacramento. Um, we have the top eight uh, of this, of this tournament. And again, I'll remind you that top, uh, top eight, you know, fifth to eighth, they walk away with 100 CP and $1,000 money, money. Uh, top four and top three end up with two thousand dollars and one hundred and thirty CP. Second place gets one hundred and sixty CP and four thousand dollars, and the first place winner gets two hundred CP, six thousand dollars, and their twenty twenty four Worlds invite. Easy. Remember, now all you need to do is just win a regional. <laughs> and there you go. You're in. Just be good. I love seeing the uh, like bi-coastal kind of things, uh, kind of tournaments, because you you see people there that you don't like often see in yeah. in other tournaments. Like we have our own like East Coast group, uh, people who who go to like Toronto, who go to uh, Charlotte, who go to uh, Florida, Orlando, like people who kind of stay in that one time zone, kind of one or two time zones. Um, but then you go over to California and you got people like Michael Zhang who, you know, ended up in first or Riley Factura or Raghav uh, Malavia. We've seen Raghav before. Shane Gaffney. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are our top four for, for this year. That's awesome. Very good teams, too. Like I, you, were, you were talking about this before where the meta is diverse enough to where it allows for a lot of different Pokemon to be played. Mm hmm. Brother, we got a coma winning the whole thing. I know, right? We got a like that's actually very surprising because Como, although is very I don't want to say obvious. Okay. It's it, it's very straightforward as to what it's gonna do. It's gonna click click Clangorous uh soul, and then it's gonna click clanging scales. Like that, those are the two things that it does. The cool thing that it got this generation was the ability to not be four times weak to fairy and instead resist it. Right. So yeah. you could be a steel type now and you get smack things with flash cannon. You have that added benefit after your omni boost. Now, the thing that is a little scary about Michael Zhang's team, and Michael Zhang did win the whole entire thing, is Iron Bundle is a thing. Oh, yeah. And, and and I think a lot of people kind of put Iron Bundle on the backseat for a little bit. But once you realize how fast that Pokemon is and how well it works with speed control and how it, you know, freeze dry is four times effective against Wellspring Ogre Pond, it feels very good. <laughs> yeah. If you think about it, freeze dry just is great against the majority of the meta right now. Like if we take a look back at Peakalytics, we got things like Landorus up here at 22%. Four times Rillaboom, effective. Yeah, Rillaboom, Sinistra, Blood Moon, yep. Wellspring Overtime, oh, Ogre Pond. Wellspring Overtime. <laughs> That's what I had today. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Freeze Dry is really great in the current meta. I'm also surprised to see Tyranitar here on this team. Not going to sure. lie. Kind of feels like a sore thumb seeing Tyranitar here on this team. <laughs> in my brain, I'm like, that could have been a cornerstone Ogre Pond, but fine. <laughs> Oh, T-tar hey, yeah, it is. right. Wow. T-tar it is. I We're mean, setting he, up sand, but for what? Oh, for the Arcanine. Hold on. For the Arcanine. Yeah, you get the special defense in the Arcanine. So Ooh. I guess that's an option. Yeah. Maybe, there has to be some that. some big brain calcs that Mike knows that we don't know. Oh, not, not uh, this that's Mike, usually Mike. the, well, <laughs> that's usually the case. Yeah. 
I will say I'm looking on Victory Road uh, right now, victoryroadvgc.com for the 2024 Sacramento uh, results. And they they do this nice thing like further down the page in the usage stats category. They've, they've shown what uh, the Pokemon company would show, which is the top 12 Pokemon of the day. And it shows your typical thing like your Fluttermane sitting at top, your Landorus, then your Iron Hands, your Hearthflame Ogre Pond, uh, Hearthflame Overtime, sorry. Your uh, <laughs> Rillaboom and your Urshifu all in the top six. But then underneath that, they write, uh, I want to say it's their own opinion about it. So they're saying things like good performances, Iron Hands, Therian Form Landorus, and Fluttermane dominated this event again after Peoria, the regulation E uh, regulation set E crown is still disputed. Uh, the highest conversion rate among the 10 most used Pokemon was Rapid Strike Urshifu at 14%. Oh, okay. Other Pokemon with high conversion rates were Heatran at 13, Rillaboom with 12, and Hearthflame uh, Mask Ogre Pond. So I assume the so conversion conver- rate. Yeah. I think conversion rate means uh, Pokemon from day one that moved up to Correct. day two, moved up higher spots in day two, have, have better results, the higher mm. results. So things like Dragonite, which was not even present in day one, is actually in day two as a as a top 12-er. It sits at number 12. Uh, and then they say things like bad performances. Chi Yu lost its place in top 12 from day one to day two. So a lot of people brought Chi Yu. Not a lot of people uh, were winning with Chi Yu. Yeah. That's a fair point. 14% to no percent. Just gone. Mm. Gone from the top two. Uh, the, the day two. And I mean, that's 12. reflected in the top eight as well. The only Chi Yu that was seen was Shane Gaffney, who ended up hey, in fourth. Hey, Mike, you notice something here? What? Pokemon with moves that miss had bad performances? Wow. Shocking. Are you Shocking. telling me that going for a heat wave, snarl, or overheat doesn't hit every single time? Weird. <laughs> well, you're... Wow. <laughs> Actually, you're right. <laughs> now I'm looking at, like... I'm looking at the the... Still talking about the top one. Just looking at, at Michael Zhang here, who uh, brought in the Arcanine. Usually Arcanine, we're not seeing the the moves yet, but Arcanine usually would run a um, rock slide on that. Flare Blitz, E-Speed, etc. Yeah. So like it has moves that, that are sure hit, but then it also has moves that are, you know, not. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think like rock slide is a move that'll kind of never go away. Because uh, the, the the there's no risk, better option. The risk yeah. reward is just too too great. There's no better physical rock move currently, except for Ivy Cudgel on a Cornerstone, which is sure. why Ivy Cudgel on a Cornerstone. And me, I feel like Ivy, I feel like Cornerstone Ogre Pond is so slept on. There yeah. has to be a team in the world that can make that Pokemon better because a hundred percent, one hundred damage, critical hit, high chancing rock move. Mm-hmm. Like it has to be made good. It should be illegal not to be good. Yeah. But hey. it's got to be out there somewhere. You just got to find it. Kevin, think, maybe it'll be you. I don't know. I doubt it. I'm playing Dozo. Are you <laughs> sure? Like, okay. After looking at this, are you sure you still want to bring Dozo? You have enough time to, to change okay, your mind look at this without top, it two days before. Look at this top eight and find the Haze user for me. Uh, Chenpao. Now look at this top eight and find a real haze user for me. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Chen Pao is the only one here, actually, now that you're mentioning it. There's only I one Chen so Pao, right, too. Yeah. Uh, Amoongus. Also on that same team. You know what the cool thing about running Dozo and Tatsugiri is? What? Is that if you see a haze user, you could just bring the other four. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, yeah that's true. All right, let's talk about the top four. Uh, in fourth was Shane Gaffney, who came in with an a Hisuian Arcanine, Again. a Fluttermane, Rillaboom, Shifu, Rapid Strike, a Chiyu. There's our first, there's our only Chiyu in top eight, and Tornadus Incarnate. This is a pretty standard team. Like I've seen this team kicking around all over the place. Shane Gaffney is the only reason that Chiyu and Tornadus are getting any kind of good press in day two because those are the two <laughs> lowest performing mods he has in both on their team. I, I mean, yeah, honestly, this is a great, really good team. Grasswater, think, Fire Core right there in the middle. 
Arcanine mm-hmm. there as your Intimidator, Flutter Bane there as your Flutter Bane, and then you got Tailwind support. Like, this team can't go wrong. I find it interesting to compare that one again to the, the team that came in first. Um, and, and just to get that out of the way, the team that came in first also had a Hisui and Arcanine, Fluttermane, and Rillaboom, but instead uh, brought a Kamoo, Iron Bundle, and Tyranitar. So the the differences there. You, Those you are the still only have ones grass. appearing in top eight, too. There's no you other Kamoo, yeah. uh, Bundle, or Tyranitar in top eight. This is true. You still had a Grasswater Fire Core, but while Shane had uh, Hisui and Arcanine, Rillaboom, and Urshifu Rapid, uh, Michael had a Hisui and Arcanine, Rillaboom, and Iron Bundle. And between the two of them, I, I felt like Iron Bundle, yeah, like it, it outperforms Urshifu in so much of the current meta. Also had a little bit of a Fairy Dragon Steel Core. Yeah. This was a Steel terra type uh Kamoa too yeah yeah a little bit of that snuck in there the flutter main is really good for switch-ins on the three fighting weaknesses that they have on this team but i'm sure they had terra types to evade those like maybe a flying t-tar or something yeah yeah it's a good looking team it's a good looking team all right ragav uh came in third with a wellspring ogre pond a backscalibur we haven't seen a backscalibur in a hot minute a Rillaboom, Heatran, Alolan Ninetales, and Landorus. We actually have a good snow setter now. Because yeah. like Alolan Ninetales, like really quick trip back to Picolytics, is sitting right next to Wellspring Ogre Pond at 12% usage, number 12 on the monthly rank. Yeah. Being able to set, because weather's not that prominent right now, uh, Polytoad's not making an impact like a lot of people thought no. it would be, mostly because Ogre Pond exists. Torkoal is Torkoal and Ninetales isn't that great. So with the Ninetales introduction, with the snow being the only weather we really see here in top eight, except when you go right down to like seventh place with the Trick Room team. Yeah. You just kind of set Aurora Veil. And in one turn, you have two screens up. It's crazy. It's true. You give light screen to it, you have damage reduction for eight turns, and there's not much your opponent can do about it. That paired next to the defense boost that Baxcalibur gets, thanks to the weather. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And also, it got Scale Shot as a TM now, so you can have Scale Shot loaded dice plus Icicle Spear. Are people using that a lot now? Yeah. Oh. Scale Shot's cool because it is a, is a multi-hit move. It gets loaded dice boosted to four hits at minimum. And also, it gives you a speed boost, but lowers your defense. But that lower defense doesn't matter because you're in the snow. So you go back to normal after one scale shot, and you get a speed boost. That move does a lot of things. Yeah. It's a weird move. Whoa, yeah. It inflicts damage, hits two to five times. If the user doesn't miss, the user's speed is raised by one stage. Defense is lowered by one stage. But since you're in the snow... Your defense is technically never yeah. lowered. Yeah, sure. It's sure. a free. It's a free speed boost plus five hit move. Four to five hit move. Now, do you think that was a good move for them to do? To to buff multi hit dragon moves? Because like they, they didn't do that for bullet seed. They didn't do that for um tail slap they didn't do that for anything oh you just mean giving it the additional effect i mean it's a give and take effect though because you do lose something i guess you know what in lore it does make sense you lose more of your scales your defense is lowered but you're lighter Mm -hmm. okay i guess i get it the thing that uh, i think a lot of people forget about backscalibur 2 is that this pokemon has the same attack stat as landorus Mm -hmm. base 145 thing hurts a lot and ice is a great great offensive option especially again into the current meta with yeah. ogre ponds and with slanderuses and rillabooms and the like ice is a great offensive option right now mm-hmm. and if you look at some of the current like large threats out there right you've still got Fluttermane, which backscalibur uh handles quite well with a nice school spear oh uh, poison got... terry will be fine against Flutter, sure yeah yeah. Uh, and then scale shot just kind of like has great coverage against most things. <laughs> yeah. Most things are neutral to dragon for the sure. most part. Yeah. All right, cool. Uh, so Ragev, that was a, that was a pretty interesting team. 
And actually, uh, apart from the team that won, in top four, there's no like direct weather setters. Yeah, not at all. One would have to use like their their tornadoes to go and change the weather there, mm-hmm. which it can do and does it well. But you know, it's not a it's not Noel with nine tails. It's not a Tyranitar. That's where a good player can look at an open team sheet and be like, oh, Tornadus has rain dance. Let me just attack instead because Ninetales still does hit like a truck. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Hitting those surefire blizzards on a tornado, a Tornadus is pretty nasty. Even mm-hmm. ones that was like, what, 75% chance to hit. Like, it's a good hit when it hits. Mm-hmm. You just how go much for is, them blind. Yeah. How much is Blizzard? Is like that 110? No, yeah, but our accuracy. Oh, it's 70%. Wow. 70, yeah. Yikes. <clears throat> All right. Uh, in second, that's Riley Factura, who, again, 160 CP, $4,000, uh, did it with an Ogre Pawn, King Gambit, Amoongus, Urshifu Rapid Strike, Chen Pao, and Dragonite. The good old tried and true Chen Pao Dragonite. Brother, talk about physical Pokemon. Yeah, really. He brought all of them. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Literally all of them. The only special attacker on this team is Amongus, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is hardly that. Uh these all hit like an absolute truck. There is mm-hmm. you can't hide from this damage. You have crits from Urshifu, you have Chen Pao lowering everyone's uh, defense, you have E speeds from Dragonite, you have boosted intimidates from King Gambit if they decide to bring their Arcanine against you. And you have a plus one coming out of an ogre pawn. That's this is a scary team, right? Like, I didn't expect a team with full physical mons to get second place at a regional because usually you have to diversify in the face of like more often than not people bringing Landorus. Like 50, exactly yeah. 50% of people in day two brought brought a Landorus incarnate with intimidate. Hey, and maybe that's why King Gambit's doing so well, though. Sure, sure. Because, I mean, the, the whole thing about this this physical team is just like, yeah, okay, you, you got a physical team? I'll bring a Landorus. And to that, they say, all right, well, I'll just hit harder. <laughs> Thanks. Okay. Yeah. But, yeah, the, the King Gambit is an interesting choice with, with Defiant for the uh, Intimidate drops. Now it's not. Uh, and you'll see, like, it performed very well. It beat out it's coming back, yeah. Teams like that, yeah. Riley specifically beat out Shane Gaffney, who uh, brought the uh, Hisuian Arcanine, uh, Urshifu Rapid, Chiyu, and, and Tornadus that we talked about earlier. And um, yeah, like you, you can see kind of how that team would fare against teams like that. I don't know. It's interesting. Also, special little mention here: we finally got Psy Spam and Hard Trick Room in top eight. Congratulations, Brian. Yeah. yeah, look at that. But here's a little bit of a backstory from Brian real quick. Okay. Brian actually got his Glade uh, banned from day two. Oh, and no. still made top eight without a fifth Pokemon playing just the rest of the team. But when your other five Pokemon are Indeedee, Armor Rouge, Urshifu, Torkoal, or Saluna... <laughs> Like, I, I think you're going to be okay. <laughs> but the thing is, Sizepan doesn't win that many tournaments. It's very sure. rare that no. it gets high top eight. But right. the the thing, the reason why the Galade was banned is because it was nicknamed quotation, Serulege quotation. Oh. So they said no. They gave him a game one loss of his first round of day two. And then banned him from using that Pokemon for the rest of the tournament. Brother still got seventh place. <laughs> That's a really interesting reason to ban something. It is against the rules. I get it. Yeah. 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 It is against the rules. Uh, most people play with nicknames off. I play with nicknames off personally. Yeah. But I also get it. I didn't know. Like, can I turn nicknames off? Yes, you can. It's in the settings. Oh. Yeah. I'm going to do that immediately <laughs> because I am done. With with making videos about Ferrosako and that's not uh, a nickname though that's Milano their actual Lake. name. Oh, but am I still gonna get that? Yeah, yeah, you're still gonna get that. Oh, that's what some competitive players do. And I know, like, uh, I don't want to name any names. But I know some competitive players play on like 
uh, Japanese or Chinese cartridges mm-hmm. just so that they get the extra second that your opponent doesn't know what's coming on the field. Uh, Too much. I don't, I don't, I don't need much. that level of mind games. Okay. <laughs> I don't, I don't need to, I don't need it. Oh, well. Okay. Uh, so that's Riley. And then of course, again, Michael Zhang's team with the Hisuian Arcanine, Fluttermane, Rillaboom, Kamoa, Iron Bundle, and Tyranitar. I need to watch those games back because See what he did. Yeah. Yeah. He beat out like Ragav with the ice team that we mentioned. So he won the weather war there. He beat out Aaron Brock who uh, came in with a Wellspring Ogre Pond and a Heatran, King Gambit, Iron Hands, uh, Ninetale, Alola Ninetales, and, and Lander Asterion. So funny enough, it looks like he beat out in day two exclusively people who were weather setters. Because mm-hmm. like, the thing is, like, you can just stop Alola Ninetales from setting up Roar Veil. Just be like, here is yeah. my Tyranitar. And what is yeah. what is Alola Ninetales going to do to Tyranitar? Absolutely nothing. I mean, you can hit it with a Moonblast. Doesn't matter. You got like super special defense right now. And then on that same turn, it gets hit by a Sandstorm and then it loses its its Focus Sash. Yeah. If it's wearing that. The, I don't know. Como. Don't sleep on Como. I think it's it's a worthwhile Pokemon. It makes a lot of sense. Like Clangorous Soul. You've seen how good uh omni boosts are we've lived through don dozo <laughs> we're here <laughs> right clangorous soul just gives you half of that it's great could also be a there is an iron defense body press como o set running around too you think that one was that i don't know because we don't have the open team sheets but that's also another option for Como that's actually really legit, especially now that, you know, four times weakness to fairy is disappearing. Right. You- yeah. Well, I can tell you in just a second, actually. Ooh, Mike got the sets. I Mike don't got the sets, but Mike, Mike got, the, got the streams. Oh. And you better believe that I'm going to scrub through the stream right now to see what the Como did in the last one. Mike's got a wedding to prepare for, but he also has a team to decide for Toronto. You uh-huh. got a busy, busy couple of weeks there, bud. Yeah, it's, it's are there true. Any, be, yep. At all the VGC stuff that you've played on the channel so far, is there any team or Pokemon that you're enjoying a lot playing with or, or using or playing against? Well, it's soon to be this Como set because <laughs> I'm looking at it right now. It, it is the one that you're talking about. A body press? Yeah. It's protect iron defense, iron head, and body press. And, and probably steel terror. Uh can't tell from this screen, but probably. I'm gonna, yeah, if yeah. it's iron head on it, yeah. Sure, sure. But uh the interesting thing here is he actually he beat Riley uh with just a Kamo left. The Kamoa uh, was the only thing left on the field versus a Terra uh, Ghost Chen Pao. And he he won. <laughs> like You're that. telling me that the Iron Defense Body Press Como won against the full physical team? Yeah, wow. turns out. <laughs> turns out, yeah. <laughs> no so that's way. the whole thing. You're going, uh, you're going up against Landorus's. They're, they're using their Intimidate. So you're just like, all right, I'll Body Press. <laughs> Who cares about your intimidate? I'm not yeah, iron I go off you. of defense. I will say this. Why not just use a Hoodra, though? Because doesn't Hoodra do that same thing, but better? I got to look at the stats. I mean, Como is faster. Oh, Como gets stabbed on the body press, though. Ah, okay. Uh, it might do more damage mathematically there. I, I mean, usually in situations like this where, where we have to ask ourselves, is this better than the other Pokemon? The answer is usually probably not. Like you, can, huh. you probably could use the Hisuian Gudra like this Komoo. I'm sure Michael has. I'm like that yeah. slot on his team has probably changed so many times. He had to arrive at Komoo. He didn't say, I'm going to start with Komoo and build around it. Right, right. Okay, well, either way, that is Sacramento 
California. We learned a lot from from this one. I'm excited for Toronto regionals. And yes, once this wedding is done, I am like full on laser focused on, on figuring out this Toronto regionals thing. Uh, what sucks is that there are people who are spending like two months preparing for it. And I've, I've got like the better part of a week. <laughs> the first half. It's all good. I'm going to run sets with you. We got this. Yeah, that's it. That's what we're going to do. We're going to run best of threes. We're going to run sets. We're going to have a good time. We're going to call Pierre over, get him to do the same thing. Um, What's this Statsugiri update, Kevin? The update is that it actually supports Regulation E. It wasn't supporting Regulation E for a very long time, but okay. it looks like ever since our, our friend Calvin settled down in Toronto he's he's gotten back to work and we can actually it's essentially as Babiri was like if you're looking for a team this is perfect for you okay you just go to statsagiri.gg slash teams and it shows you all the top players teams would you look at that there's a Como at the top of the ladder right there so different team but yeah if I click on replay then you get I to see, see their last match. Through. Yeah, okay. You see so, all the BM? <laughs> yeah, great, great. There's tons of BM. Wow. I, I feel weird, like, sitting in on this level of conversation. It's all like, good. <laughs> some people being like, you ladder too much. <laughs> I but really yeah, it's the it looks like combo. the body press thing is the thing to do, huh? Interesting. It's yeah. like it, the coma o is sitting there at times three defense with a negative one attack, and it doesn't care. And honestly, it's getting ignored. Using shadow claw. I disagree with that, but I guess that is a way to, <laughs> that is a way to hit ghost types. Sure, sure. Well, that's wild. Okay. So that's showing the best teams, right? So this is a team yeah. that's sitting at 1850 rating, which is nuts. Um, still no way of finding out exactly what those teams are running though, right? Uh, only by watching back the games. And okay. I guess once you have, the thing is like, once you have the player, you can go back and click their name and then just keep watching them back specifically if you really want to scout them. Right. Which I do. <laughs> like, I think that, honestly, that is the way that I, I learn best is like just straight up copying a like high ranking players team playing around a couple games with those and just like making small tweaks here and there. Maybe it's like an EV spread here that I change a Pokemon there that I change. Mm -hmm. But like it always starts from straight up impersonation. And I think that's OK. That's absolutely fine. Yeah, you don't have to be a good team builder to be a good player. That's that's not it's not one and one. The the interesting thing here too is that you see a lot of strength. Like we're talking about the Como a lot today. It's like the Como episode. Yeah. But also we're seeing things like Bramblegast in eighteen eighteen rating. We're seeing Lycanroc Dusk form in eighteen oh seven. We got a hard trick room team up here in seventeen seventy six. And finally a cornerstone ogre pond. Seventy six. In 1767, running a Hippowdon next to it. That's interesting because you do get the special defense boost with the sand mm. there. So one thing I'll, I'll... A little caveat into this, though, is what we're looking at right now is the Regulation E format. Uh, one thing that I think that you as an audience should do, you as a listener uh, who's trying to get better at your best of threes is go and change the filter from regulation E to regulation E best of three. That's where you're going to see a completely different set of, of high rated people, right? You're going to see people at 1553 bringing in the, the usual uh, culprits, right? you got your flutter main, your ogre upon hearth flame, Rillaboom, roaring moon, Urshifu, and wheezing got a in wheezing up here, top yeah. right now, which is wild. Wheezing is decent. If you, the, the, if you look at that team with Weezing, Weezing doesn't turn off Protosynthesis and it doesn't turn off other things like that. Right. So you can kind of just use the Weezing strategically next to things like Roarmood and next to things like Fluttermane and not have it negatively affect you while also turning off opposing Ogre Pond's plus ones from Embody Aspect, turning off Don Dozo's um, 
unaware or turning off Tatsugiri's commander. Right. Even Unseen Fist, you turn off as well. So, sorry. You can protect in front of an Urshifu now. That's right. It's, it is interesting to see that. I mean, in the best of three uh, best teams, that, that is where you're seeing your Dondozos again. So, there, it, there they are. <laughs> Please don't want to run Haze. Let me win. <laughs> <laughs> no one do it. <laughs> don't run Haze. Don't run Weezing. Yeah. Don't want to see it. Yeah. The good news is, if the Tatsugiri is in the mouth already, it doesn't get spit out. So that's good mm. news, at least. Scary thing, actually, though, looking at the Tatsugiri, uh, Statsugiri.gg uh, list of the top, te- top teams there, there are, at, what, 10 on the on the first page? All 10 of them have a Flutter main. <laughs> <laughs> Every single one of them. It's pretty good. Yeah, it turns out Fluttermane is still pretty good. It, it's a Pokemon where like you have to have it on your team. And if you're not, you're kind of doing something wrong. I'm genuinely confu- uh, curious what's what's going on in OU right now with this DLC. So I'm going to go and look at OU now. So we're looking oh. at Statsugiri Gen 9 OU. Okay. Iron Valiant is top of the ladder? It's a good mixed attacker in specifically singles yeah it's hot garbage and doubles what's happening everyone says that yes and that's true (laughs) but man oh man like mixed attackers are an actual thing in OU wow yeah got Tinglu still up here yeah Meowskarada still up here Zapdos and Tinglu interesting that like that combo is there in a singles format yeah oh yeah Disquake yeah but not Disquake. Because but it's, it's not Disquake. I know, yeah. Why is Manaphy and Rabombi up here? Things are wild in OU. Walking Wake is a Pokemon? Oh, yeah. Walking Ew. Wake is a thing, yeah. That's Look right. at that 1937 team and tell me how much you're vomiting. The 1937. <laughs> <laughs> this is a team. Okay, so I used to run a team that Ew. was similar to this. Ew, Back in uh, <laughs> Oras, or maybe it was a maybe it was even X and Y. How do you so this team yourself? here <laughs> is a Blissey, Clefable, Corviknight, Dragapult, Gliscor, and Toxapex. Don't ever, ever talk to me about and making me feel bad about running Dondos or Tatsugiri if you said I've run this thing before. <laughs> Yikes. Look at you, you <laughs> You set your sights on one regional with uh, with a Dondozo Tatsugiri, and suddenly <laughs> you're a you're a Nino Stan. <laughs> I'm a bozo. Listen, a lot happened in that bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> wow, uh, this is a format where Breloom is still a thing, and that's oh, why yeah. I continue to love Breloom. Breloom sitting in 1934 rating. That's number nine in the ladder so far, uh, with Breloom, uh, Cerule Edge. I keep forgetting the name of that big thing, Glamora. That's it. <laughs> that big thing. That Glamora. big thing. <laughs> Great Tusk, Hatterene, Roaring, uh, Walking Wake. Ugh. I forgot that was a Pokemon until right now. You will continue to forget that Walking Wake is a Pokemon until it comes into the actual meta. There are a we lot wait. of Pokemon that are in the game. You can play with them. We wait patiently. Yeah. Technically, Manaphy is in the game. I, I, st- I don't know what that is doing, and I don't know what it does, but I'm sure yep. it's there for a reason. Yep. <laughs> I'm not sure what that reason is either, but it's there. Anyway, it's a it's a good time. Satsugiri.gg. Uh, we love it. Thank you, Calvin, for putting that together. Big fan. Yeah. The next Terra Raid battle event has been announced for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. This event will feature the return of a Blissey Raid event, which features an increase in Terra Shards and EXP Candy Rewards. Another good reminder to just go and get Terra Shards, even if you don't need them right now. Just like, man, you gotta stock up. This takes place the 20th to the 22nd of October. So... 
Yeah, this is actually really. Do- like, I don't know if you've actually t- partaked in a blister raid yet. Definitely. Yeah. It's 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 ridiculous. You just go in with any physical attacker that does damage and pretty much Oko every single blissey. Mm-hmm. It's so fast and it gets you so many Terra shards. And if you completed your Kitakami Pokedex, you get even more on top of it. That gets multiplied. So. Oh. This is the freest way you can get Terra Shards right before Toronto Regionals. Go for it. Have have a blast. Have fun. Well, I think we found the thing that you can do after you land in Toronto. Oh, yeah. Fight so Blissies. Fight Blissies <laughs> all day. Pokemon battles are full of su- Blissies. <laughs> full of Blissies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, we've got a Q&A on this show. Every oh, yeah. week we go and ask a question and people go and answer it sometimes. Before the Q&A, what episode are we on? Uh, this is 186. And what Pokemon No, 188. 188, oh. which is uh, Sneasel? I'm going to say Hoppip. No, I take that back immediately. We're way too deep in the Johto. Yeah, we're, we're deep. Yeah. You can do it. It was pseudo Wudo a couple of days ago. I think we wanted it to be, yeah. Uh, no, I think you were right, right? number. Yeah, yeah, it was 185. Yep, okay. Okay, it was pseudo Wudo a couple of days ago. So we're... Steelix. I feel like we're on Steelix now. Miltank. Miltank. Oh, okay, that's, that's a good around one. Whitney. Yeah, that's around there. I'm going to do a thing, and I'm going to look up the the Pokemon and the number before I go and look up what this number is. So Miltank is number 241. Whoa! Yeah, you got a long while to go before I will Miltank. remember by the time we get there. No, yeah. <laughs> I'll be gone. Steelix's number was 208, so that was also way undershot. Closer than me. I guess. Uh, and then what was the first one I said? There was another one I said. Uh, mm. Sneasel? Yeah. Sneasel number. That's 215. later. 215. Well, not um, as late as Miltank. I guess not. What is happening? Uh, Pokemon number one. Watch this would just be a Crobat or a Kingdra. Dude. What? What was the first Pokemon you said? A Crobat? <laughs> no, no, no. There was the little guy. What did I say? You said Hopep. Don't tell me it's Hopip. It's Skiploom. I got the line in. <laughs> you were so close. You were wow. you were truly one off. You named <laughs> the previous episode's Pokemon. I did that on purpose. It's <laughs> all so part of my master plan. I'll give it to you. I mean, really. Like, yeah. 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 Long overdue. Yeah. There you go. All right. Uh, We ask questions on this podcast. Last week, uh, I asked the audience if Pokemon wanted to perform jobs, i.e. Machoke Movers, Mm. what jobs would they have? Oh, that's a cute one. So I I want to answer this. I had to I had to be very careful about how I how I asked this question. Because I didn't want it to sound like if Pokemon had jobs, if I gave Pokemon jobs, because like it, it can't work like that. They have to choose for themselves, but they decide what they do best. And then they go and they perform the jobs. I guess. Anyway, what was your what was your uh, suggestion? What do you think? I don't know. Do you want to think decided. about it while I, while I yeah, answer yeah. this first one? I want to probably steal other people's answers. Okay. Ultra Beast Pro 101 says Ditto would be the best guy that you just hand any job to for a fiver. Clean the gutters, mop the floor, vacuum the driveway, mow the lawn. Fair. Now, this goes back to a an issue I had um, back at the Beast Coast tournament. Actually, I had a oh. disagreement with somebody else about Ditto specifically. Oh, Ditto. It's probably Nishant. It was Nishant. Ditto, <laughs> in my mind can transform into anything it sees. Okay. So if it goes and transforms into a mop, would it not then just be a mop fall down, clang, 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 clang down on the ground. It's not, it's not getting up and mopping, mopping stuff itself. Huh? 
nor is it transforming into a dude with a mop. Uh, no, maybe, maybe. Well, I mean, if we're going to take Pokemon Sleep and make it canon, okay. uh, the rock form Sleep Ditto does in fact not move. It is sure. a rock. It And does but it do it's that also because sleep, it can't though. or does it do that because it's not? I don't know. Right. Like, can this rock just decide to have the properties of a ditto and just start boing, 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 like bouncing down the street? In my mind, I say no. It's got to be limited to what it has because ditto, when it takes up the form of someone else, is limited to their move pools. That's what I think. Yes, absolutely. It's limited to their, their move pools. It's limited to their abilities. It doesn't copy their items. Doesn't even copy their HP. Okay, so if I'm holding a mop, I'm I'm going back on that. If I'm holding a mop and it transforms into me, it's not it's not using my held item, which is mop. <laughs> which is mop. <laughs> it can use my special ability, which is procrastinate, but so Ditto is a janitor. Yeah. Well. Anyway, I don't mean to 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 dunk on this too too hard, but I do think Ditto would be a good worker. Because it can become any kind of worker. As I know long what my as it answer is. That now. worker, yeah. Rotom washing machine. Okay, would be a great washing machine. <laughs> Do you know why? <laughs> because it has possessed a washing machine. <laughs> See, in that case, yeah, it can move. Because Rotom washing machine does move. Yes, but it possesses it differently. I guess. It it possesses it differently. Ditto becomes while Rotom possesses. All right. Uh, Mewtwo and Ultura says, unsurprisingly to anybody, look closely. If Mewtwo was literally created in a reactor, then what is stopping them from returning to the lab and doing more science, biology, or nuclear nuclear physics specifically? I guess Dragonite would be a great postal worker. Stop. <laughs> Just <laughs> Dragonite would be good at its job. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's true. If Mewtwo was created well, I don't know about that. If Mewtwo was created in a lab, then it would be great for labs. Oh yeah. my goodness. What if it made Mew 3? It would make Mew 3. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Create chemical R. And we've gone for full circle. I respect Don't it. I mean, Mewtwo was, Mewtwo was created to have all this intelligence. So like, why not? Yeah. It is the ultimate AI. Um, Jobo says drowsy sleep co best dream free night sleep you'll ever have. Just don't mind the creepy mon staring at you while you sleep. Oh, you'll have a dream free sleep. So like you're, you'll be nice and re- well rested, right? Cause it just, it dream eats. Oh, dream free sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you want to dream full sleep, I guess you can call up your boy uh, Darkrai. That's fair. <laughs> if you want to sleep forever. If you want to never wake up. If you're like so tired. <laughs> if you want your student loan loans deferred, call Darkrai. Oh, Darkrai. He'll put you in a coma. <laughs> Do you think Dream Eater hurts? <laughs> No. No. Okay. <laughs> Pumpkin and Strawberry says legendary Pokemon would probably be bodyguards for high ranking individuals with the ceremonial handing down of the master ball when a new person is elected. Whoa. Oh, or bro, when... can't... <laughs> yeah. Can't wait for my, my bodyguard shaman to really stop the <laughs> my little hedgehog. I like the uh inherent like Nepo baby uh pass down the master ball. Uh, kind of thing like you know you have giratina protecting like some wealthy actor's grandson (laughs) like years after they pass that's fun uh i mean i like it right you've got (laughs) you've got articuno protecting like i don't know a a king yes kind of cool i'm a fan ricky 2 the sequel to ricky Says Patrat could use his beaver-like teeth to help chew through trees. That's a very practical solution. 
Yeah, we wouldn't need lumberjacks anymore. No, it's true. Uh, <laughs> oh, here's one from Ian. Uh, who says throat spray, Terra poison, blood moon, Ursaluna next to tailwind, fake tears, prankster, Olamise won me a decent amount of games on the KP on turn one. Okay. So I fully thought this was going in one different direction until you, <laughs> you finished the sentence. I, I thought you were going to give this guy a job. No, he just wanted to know. He just wanted us to know. <laughs> no, I like it. And we, we welcome that. We, we mm. tell people, you know, hijack the question. If you've got something to say and congratulations, by the way. Yes. Good job. Great job. Third spray, Terra poison, blood moon, air saluna. Why, why is Terra poison specific in this case? Fighting. I think. Okay. Yeah. Next to tailwind, fake tears, prankster. Let me say, Okay, yeah, I, I get the fake tears. That, that's really cool. Geekson says Alchemy Chefs, Impotent Children's Entertainer, and Serena Dancer. Perfect. See, this person understood the assignment. Mm-hmm. I give that a solid 7 out of 10. What was it, Dancer Serena? Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Also agree. Oh, you know what? We had asked people to hijack the question if they had uh, something to talk about, about the Kitakami prologue, which is what KP is. Oh, mm-hmm. there you go. Right. It all makes sense now. I want to I want to do a couple more. There are a lot in this one. So let's choose this one here. Uh, cool Hand XG says Lola Ninetales is making shaved ice at festivals and parties. OK, cute. <laughs> uh, Aiden says Zatu detective. Specialist of any field goes to a previous goes to a previous scene, finds the culprit from there. It goes to the next to catch them. Love the podcast. Was that I wasn't smarter for last week's question. <laughs> oh, no, I don't I know even, what last week's question was. I'm not smart enough to remember the thing. It's funny that you say Zatu is a good detective because Zatu is literally in the first uh, mission and really and detective Pikachu. And in that mission, it says, don't bother me. I'm meditating. um oh the previous question was if you could design your own pokemon move or ability for competitive play yeah i mean that was a very complicated question (laughs) i would not feel bad um let's see oh this person says uh, iogna says the gengar line would run haunted houses during halloween oh fright fest gengar Mm -hmm. fright fests uh, but, but, but let's see more people talking about the Kitakami prologue. Great stuff. Great stuff. Oh, here's one. Here's one. Uh, <laughs> Connor says, I feel like Ambipom would make a good retail worker. <laughs> Kevin, what do you think about that? Yes. Yes. Smash. <laughs> <laughs> Not holding back. All right. That sounds good. <laughs> you made it so much worse than I did. <laughs> all right. I think it's about that time. Let's all go to sleep. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Pokey Sports. Kevin, so many people listen to this in the morning when they wake up on their commute to work. So me saying let's all go to sleep is dangerous. Just make sure you pull over first. But yeah. yeah. It's okay to take a nap on the wheel. Yeah. All right. We hope that you, we, uh, we hope that we helped you in this podcast. Where do, uh, where do people say they listen to us? We want that last set at the gym to be the best set you've ever done. We want that commute to work to be the happiest commute you've ever had. We want you to finish that cup of coffee and make sure to eat all the cereal and drink the milk at the end. Have a great night morning. <laughs>